Hey, it's Nathan Chan of Founder Magazine and you're listening to The 360 Entrepreneur with Jan Ilunga. This is episode 28 and today we talk about traits of successful entrepreneurs. Here we go. Welcome to The 360 Entrepreneur Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs and small business owners who dream big and want to do bigger. Join some of the world's top entrepreneurs, internet marketers, and best-selling authors as they share their inspiring stories, their struggles, and give actionable tips that will help you build, grow, and promote your online business. Here's your host, Yanni Lunga. Hey there, how's it going? Thank you so much for tuning in to this new fantastic episode of the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. Like always, I'm your host, Jan here from Helsinki, Finland, for an international episode. I mean, every episode is international because most of my guests are around the world and this episode is really international because today we go all the way to Australia. And in this episode, we talk about traits of successful entrepreneurs. And you know, when you start an online business or maybe you already have an online business success is something you want to achieve so for sure you read magazine or blogs and you see these successful entrepreneurs talking about the great things they are doing and you're wondering how did they get there what is it that they have in common and that's something that we're going to discuss today really traits of successful entrepreneurs so the things some of the world's most successful entrepreneurs have in common and we do so with an incredible guest before i tell you more about who's joining us today let's take a second to check out today's sponsor before i found out about social oomph i would spend hours promoting my content on social media now with social oomph i can easily schedule updates on twitter facebook linkedin put those on autopilot and let social oomph work its magic Go to 36entrepreneur.net slash socialoomph to sign up and boost your social media productivity today. Okay, so today we are joined by Founder Magazine founder and editor Nathan Chan. So we go all the way to Australia, virtually obviously, to have an inspiring conversation with Nathan. And Nathan, tell us more about what he has learned from interviews with people like Barbara Corcoran, Tim Ferriss, Chris Ducker. He shares what he considers to be the traits of successful entrepreneurs. He talks also about his productivity hacks. He mentions some tools that he and his staff use at Founder Magazine. And he also talks about a couple of books he thinks every entrepreneur, entrepreneur and business builder should read. You find the show notes with the links to everything Nathan and I mentioned at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 28. Here is Traits of Successful Entrepreneurs with Nathan Chan. Hey everybody, I hope your week is going well. My week is going just great and I'm simply ecstatic about who's joining us today. Today we talk about traits of successful entrepreneurs and we're not just going to talk about those in theory. We're going to really go into specifics and we're going to get also some practical, actionable tips that we can implement right away. Joining us today is the founder of of Founder Magazine, a digital magazine for young entrepreneurs launched by Nathan Chen in 2013. In every issue, you have inspiring stories, how-tos, actionable tips, strategies, 
And Nathan is also the host of the Founder Podcast, a show that features a suit of some of the most famous and world-class entrepreneurs, people like Derek Halpern, Chris Ducker, and many, many more. And I'm super, super, super pumped about welcoming Nathan on the show. Hey, Nathan, how's it going? Hey, Jan, I'm really good, thanks. How are you? I'm great. And I know that, Nathan, you, as the host of Founder Podcast, you are used to asking questions but today (laughs) the seats are on the other way around (laughs) yeah that's right it's gonna be a ton of fun i'm really pumped awesome so guys before nathan and i start with our conversation i have to ask you for one thing if you're using twitter make sure to open your twitter page follow nathan at nathan h chen and follow founder magazine at founder mag and founder is without the letter e because nathan is a super cool guy and founder magazine they share inspiring tips actionable tips that you about things that you can really do right away so if you're on twitter even if you're on instagram make sure to follow nathan and founder magazine so nathan first of all Thank you so much for being here with us. And I have to ask you to tell us more about Founder Magazine. Yeah, sure thing. So it's an absolute pleasure to be here, Jan. So as you mentioned, I started Founder in March 2013 and I started while I was working my full-time job. And I started out of a, a frustration of my own that I was one of these kind of people that read a lot of business books but didn't know where to start. Mm -hmm. And I kind of just fell into the magazine because I always wanted to become an entrepreneur and I felt that there was no real magazine out there that I could really relate to. And uh, an opportunity came around to allow me to create a magazine and I felt that there was a need that needed to be filled. So I just went off and, and started interviewing successful entrepreneurs and and. You know, we've been doing this for 25 months now and I've just kind of kept building momentum mm-hmm. from that. And, uh, you know, Founder Magazine is is a digital magazine in the App Store and Google Play Store for tablets and mobile devices. So it's purely interactive. We are not a print magazine. We're purely digital. And we started off as a magazine, but now we're much more than that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're really essentially in a media brand. And uh, right now I'm working on building that platform. That's awesome. And you, you said you are really a media brand and, and your, your website, fundermag.com, you have obviously the latest issue of the month. You have the blog with plenty of blog posts. You have a resource page and you have the founder podcast. So can you tell the listeners a couple of things about the podcast? Because I mentioned that in the intro, it's one of my favorite podcasts, not only for, you know, for the great guests you bring on episode after episode, but for you as well, because I think you are a super cool and fun host, Nathan. (laughs) Well, thank you. You're really, you're really far too kind, Jan, but (laughs) pretty much with the podcast and everything that I do, I try and do everything a little bit different. So I don't, so the kind of guests we try and bring on, uh, generally get a lot of the guests, like some of the guests you would know that are, that are quite big in the space, but some of the guests you, you might not know of, or they're hard to reach, hard to get in touch with people. So just a little bit of an insight, 
you know, we've got the founder of Elance Odesk, SurveyMonkey, mm-hmm. Eventbrite, so some big tech startups, and then we've got some amazing interviews coming in with like Tony Robbins, Tim Ferriss, Seth Godin, Whoa. founder of Headspace, you know, Barbara Corcoran, Damon, like all these crazy people that are hard to reach. And and I'm just really getting warmed up. I haven't, all those ones that I've mentioned, I haven't even launched, but you know, we've got some really exciting interviews and just with some like really interesting tech founders and not even just tech founders, but just entrepreneurs that are doing really, really cool stuff that through the magazine, we get leverage to get in touch with these kind of people. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I'm doing with the podcast to try and differentiate myself in a way. Um, so yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty much a little bit about the podcast. That, that's awesome. Uh, thanks, Nathan, for telling us more about Founder Podcast. And obviously, you as a, as a podcaster, as a, as a founder, as a blogger, you, you, you said you read many entrepreneurs and business books. You also interview many successful entrepreneurs. So are there some skills or some traits that, you, that you've seen that many successful entrepreneurs have in common? Yeah, I'd like to share with you something that I've noticed recently these past couple of months and it becomes more and more prevalent just from speaking to people mm-hmm. and it's that the ones that make it, they just have this extreme amount of hunger and drive and they just want it so badly. I can't really describe it much more than that, Jan, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people out there that want to start a business and they don't know where to start or they say it would be nice to run a business, but the fact of the matter is they just don't want it bad enough. They're not prepared to do the work. They're not prepared to make the sacrifices that that are required to build a successful business. And let's be honest, most people are just comfortable with their life and Mm -hmm. they think, you know, okay, yeah, it would be nice to have a business. But people just don't understand how much work it seriously takes, how much emotional you know, stress and, and fun times and, and all, all like the roller coaster that, that that's part of, of building is something that is, I guess, of mention or, or, you know, something that's, that you're proud of that, mm-hmm. that makes a lot of money that is providing a lot of value. That is certainly not easy. And it's, I think you, you really have to find something you're extremely passionate about because that's what keeps you going. Like me in particular, I've been sued, you know, I've gone all through all sorts of things with founder where if it wasn't for me being super passionate about the work, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have stuck with it. So mm-hmm. that's another thing that I find is is quite common amongst super successful entrepreneurs. Another thing is they ship extremely fast, and what do I mean by the term ship? They put things out into the world quickly. Mm-hmm. So they might conceive an idea and they always think of ideas as assumptions. You don't know if something will work until you test it. So, you know, those are a few things that I've picked up along the way that have become very, I guess, common amongst successful entrepreneurs. They ship fast, they test things, they have extreme amounts of drive and determination, they have this hunger and they just want want it so badly and they're passionate about whatever it is that they're doing, whatever problem that they're solving. Love it, Nathan. Really, you're providing us with a lot of food for thoughts. And guys, some of you might be 
in the position that Nathan has, has mentioned, you know, maybe you have been thinking about starting your business, you would like to, but you are maybe too comfortable with your nine to five job or you're afraid of, you know, facing challenges. But Nathan and his team at Founder Magazine, they have a great resource for you. You can go to foundermag.com slash go or simply go to the show notes of this episode and you'll find the link and you can download the definitive guide to start an online business. And it's a resource that is really going to help you take action, really take that first step that is going to take you toward greatness. And talking about, we've talked about skills and I want to ask you about tools because Tools can really help us in our everyday activities as entrepreneurs and small business owners can really make the difference also in the long run. And I wanted to ask if there are some particular tools that maybe you and, and your team at FunderMag use and that you think every entrepreneur needs. Obviously, I'm sure you guys use a bunch of tools, but do you have maybe, <laughs> let's say, three, four recommendations? <laughs> yeah, look, I have to be honest, Jan, I love my tools and uh, I've just had a, a new employee starting to work with me at the moment. I'm trying to get him up to speed and I, I just overwhelm him with the amount of tools that we have going on. He reckons that we use about 50 in our business, which is, which I don't really realize because they're always saving me so much time. But mm -hmm. okay, I've got a few good ones that people might not be aware of, which I find to be game changers. There's one which is a Gmail plugin, which is called Rebump. Mm -hmm. And what makes it so powerful is – you can send like, you know, let's say you were pitching me to do an interview or let's say I wanted to pitch you to do an interview. I could say, I find your email. I just, before I press send, um, I press, I tick the rebump plugin just in the, within the email. And what it will do is it'll track and wait and see if you reply back to me. It will know and it just scans my inbox constantly to know if you reply back to me. And if you don't reply back to me within two weeks, an auto-generated message will go out, and I've got up to four auto-generated messages compiled in templates in Rebump, the tool, and these emails will keep going out until you reply to me. And if you don't reply to me in four times, it'll stop sending it. But pretty much if you're a business development person or if you're always pitching like as we do as entrepreneurs we're always pitching something mm -hmm. or we're always networking and contacting people every single email that you send you can always tick rebump and you don't have to worry about it. you know that you're going to take somebody through a decent follow-up process and not have to think oh i have to re i have to get back in touch with that person oh i haven't heard from them mm -hmm. so i think that's a great tool yeah, Nathan, sorry sorry to interrupt you. Before you, you continue with the other tools, I have a question because I've, ne I've never used it and you really got me curious. Is it so that the kind of the follow-up uh, sequence, uh, is it four emails standard or it can be even just three or two, for example? Yeah, yeah. So let's say you write an email to somebody and you don't know whether they'll write back or you're pitching them cold or you're saying something. So just composed a standard email and Gmail. Mm -hmm. you, can, you can set up as many replies in the templated stuff as you want and you can specify how long to wait. Oh, okay. So you, have, so you can specify it to be one week and then you send another email 
two weeks later, and then that's it. It's totally up to you. You can you can customize all that. But I think what the beauty of it is, is if you're doing any sort of pitching, trying to get in touch with anybody, it's very, very powerful from a follow-up perspective on automation. Love it. So the next one I'd recommend is Evernote. Mm-hmm. I use that every single day. It's like my external brain, and without Evernote, I, I just I would be lost because <laughs> I think I think as entrepreneurs we always have so many ideas going on through our head, so you need to capture them. So I'm always writing them down, um, whether it's new business ideas. These days, it's it's more existing business ideas to improve our work at Founder. But you know, I have Evernote on my phone, I have it on my iPad, I have it on my laptop. So everywhere I'm go. I'm going, I'm always capturing ideas and whether I access that idea, whether it's a resource or not, um, I can always look and search on Evernote because Evernote has a very, very powerful search functionality. So when you ever need anything, you just go to your Evernote and you think, oh yeah, maybe I put that in there or you just forget, you don't even have to worry about remembering. It's just a great way to compile a whole ton of things. Mm Mm-hmm. Another tool that I'm really, really liking at the moment is Crowdfire. And this one, it's maybe not for your everyday, you know, depending on where the entrepreneur is at in their journey, but it's a very, very powerful tool for growing your Twitter and Instagram following. Oh, okay. So it's a, I, I highly recommend it. It's a, it's a, it's a web application and, uh, yeah, very, very powerful for managing your Twitter and Instagram following and unfollowing. And then the last tool that I'd recommend would probably be Basecamp. Mm-hmm. We run all of our projects via Basecamp and it's just a great way to collaborate. Whoa, Nathan, you're really rocking this episode. And before we carry on, let's take a quick second to check out today's sponsor. Being from Switzerland, I know quite a lot about Swiss Army knives and time. I mean, after all, Switzerland is the country of watches, right? When it comes to social media, Social Oomph is my Swiss Army knife. With Social Oomph, I can put my social media marketing on autopilot and I can focus on networking and building valuable connections. Schedule tweets, track keywords, manage Facebook and LinkedIn profiles, groups, pages. Social Oomph does it all. Go to 360entrepreneur.net slash socialoomph to get Social Oomph for free or even snatch the free 7-day trial for Social Oomph Pro at 360entrepreneur.net slash socialoomph. Love it. Thank you, Nathan, for all these recommendations. And guys, as I said earlier, you find the show notes with the links to everything Nathan and I have been discussing, including these this tools he just mentioned in the show notes. And Nathan, I... I have two tools to recommend myself, and one is Lead Pages. You probably are familiar with it, mm. and it's something that I've been really using more and more and more because almost every month they have something new coming up, and I, that's, that's, that has really helped me grow, helped me tweak the couple, the small things that can lead to big results. And another one, as a as a podcaster, which is a, really a blessing, is Calendly. Are you familiar, Nathan, with Calendly? Yeah, 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 yeah. I chose to do ske- I chose schedule once over Calendly, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's a great one too. Yeah, and basically, guys, both Schedule uh, schedule one and and Calendly are tools that you can use 
to schedule. So if you have a podcast, for example, instead of sending emails back and forth, you know, on agreeing on a time, you simply create your account with Schedule One or Calendly and simply send the link to your calendar. The person can see where you have free openings. They can pick a date and time and do both uh, apps sync with Google Calendar so that there aren't any interviews that overlap. I love I love this conversation with you, Nathan. And guys, <laughs> if you have been enjoying this chat with Nathan, make sure to let him know on Twitter. Give him a shout out at Nathan H. Chen. Make sure to let him know that you're listening to him and myself here on the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. And Nathan, on one of the recent episodes of the Founder Podcast, I remember that you talked about productivity. You talked about a, a particular technique that you have been using, the Pomodoro, Pomodoro technique. And I wanted to, to ask you to share that with, with the, the listeners and, and myself once again. And also, if you have maybe a couple of other tips in terms of how to be more productive. Yeah, look, that's a great question. I personally don't find myself to be that productive, but there's a few <laughs> things that that I'm working on to make myself more productive. I think one of those things is using the Pomodoro technique. And I think one thing that's really powerful is if you write down your tasks for the day, you just kind of line up all the ducks in a row and then you just kind of just cross off those tasks mm -hmm. for the day and just use the Pomodoro technique. And I have a timer and I find that that is really, really good. So the Pomodoro technique, I think it's supposed to be 20 minutes on and five minutes off. I learned from Eben Pagan to do 55 minutes on where you're working nonstop mm -hmm. and then do a five-minute break and then do another 55 minutes and then do a 30-minute break. And I've found that to be better than just the 20 minutes and five, 20 minute and five. But that's just me personally, mm -hmm. uh, totally up to the listeners. Uh, another thing that's really good is meditation. I haven't been meditating these past this past week or so, but if I'm good, uh, I find that I have a much clearer mind Mm -hmm. And I think meditation can be very, very powerful. And there's an app that does guided meditation called Headspace, which I highly recommend. Mm -hmm. And then there's some other tools that you can use where you can track where you're spending your time, which can be quite powerful, like Rescue Time, which is a oh, free, yeah. uh, which is a free plugin for Chrome, which I highly recommend. And then there's another tool that's really cool called Self Control, which is <laughs> an app that you can install on your computer or Mac. And pretty much what it does is you can get it to block certain websites for time periods and stuff like that. So if you know you're going to look at Twitter, you know you're going to get distracted by Facebook, you can just you can just tell self-control to turn it off for a while. And I'm experimenting with that. And apart from that, just, yeah, just scheduling things in, I think is very, very important. I never, I never really miss a meeting and I try now to have like certain days of free days, like where I don't do anything and I just, um, I just bulk things up. So mm -hmm. if I'm going to do a whole ton of interviews, whether that's me being interviewed or doing interviews, I try and stack them up so I can do them all in one big hit. That, that it, you know, it doesn't always work out that way because a lot of the people 
that I have to speak to. Sometimes their calendar isn't that flexible, but I'm getting better at stacking them up. And I've found also that switching in between tasks is a massive productivity killer. So now Mm -hmm. I'm having a big focus on just completing a task and then leaving it at that um, and then moving on to the next task, not picking up and then checking email, picking up, putting it down. Picking up and putting down is actually (laughs) an extremely unproductive trait and it's uh, actually – like scientifically proven. So that's something that I'm having, a ma- I have a massive focus on at the moment. And then the last thing that I could share with your audience is uh, there's a really cool tool out there called Sweet Process. And it just allows you to document your processes. And yeah, soon I'll be able to bring on a full time virtual assistant in the next month or so which would give me give me a lot more leverage than I have right now with the business. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's one thing to be productive yourself, but another way you can be productive is to delegate, really, to delegate the things that you shouldn't be doing because as business owners and entrepreneurs, we need to be spending at least 90% of our time on products and marketing. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the other stuff is just slowing us down. You need to be moving the needle forward every single day. So you need to find as much leverage as you can for all your other, you know, administration or whatnot. Um, so you can get all that out of the way so you can spend as much time on the stuff that really, really moves the needle and grows your business financially and, and makes the sales, you know, because let's be honest, 90% or 95, I, I think the statistic is 95% of businesses fail. So how, how do you ensure that they don't fail? Well, really, sales kills all. So that's that's the kind of stuff you need to be focusing on. You need to be focusing on marketing. You need to be focused on product. You need to be focusing on customer development, finding out, you know, that's product stuff, finding mm-hmm. out what people want, finding out what their problems, frustrations, deepest, darkest desires are. That's where you really need to focus on spending your time. So for me now, productivity isn't just about minimizing you know, getting the most done, but it's actually also looking at where I'm spending my time, how I can find leverage with my time and delegate and how I can manage my time so I'm doing the most return on investment business activities. Amen, Nathan. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And what the Pomodoro technique you mentioned, it's something that I also use. I don't, I don't necessarily use the same kind of time slots you use, but I also tend to uh, stack up my work. As you said, for example, you do for interviews when it's possible. I also do it when it comes to, for example, create, let's say, visual content for my social media or content to promote the podcast. I tend to spend maybe an hour, two hours, whatever time I need, doing that for the next, for example, week or two weeks, so that then I know that I got the cover that covered and then I can focus on other things that really can help me grow my business. And you mentioned the importance of really outsourcing so that you can spend your time focusing on really what matters and really what makes a difference. And I wanted to ask you if you have maybe a, a platform that you would recommend for the listeners in case they've they've been thinking themselves about outsourcing some tasks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a few that you can use. Uh, there's Elance Odesk, which are my two of choice, but there's a new one out at the moment 
that I tried out, which is quite good. It's called Speed Lancer. And what it does, what it is, it's a platform that that completes tasks in under four hours. Okay. So writing, design, anything. So if you need something done fast, and these are people that are vetted, you know, mm-hmm. it's be- probably better than a Fiverr because Fiverr is, you know, Fiverr's cool and it's fun to spend five dollars and see what you can get done. So that's <laughs> another cool little tool, like another place you can outsource. But I think. Yeah, I think there's a real need for, you know, you need something fast. You just jump on that Speed Lancer platform and and you just put, like, it's really simple. Like, they've made it as simple as possible. You just put in what you need. You describe the task really simply and then you get assigned somebody and the timer starts counting down. And it's really cost affordable. So, you can get, you know, you might quickly need some graphics or something, you know, something created. Mm-hmm. And they have very specific tasks that are available to you. And I think, uh, yeah, those are quite good ones. Uh, so Elance Odesk for your more complicated tasks, but simple simple tasks you can use something like Fiverr mm-hmm. or Speed Lancer. Like it. I did. I actually didn't know about Speed Lancer. So Nathan, thanks for for sharing that. And yeah, as you said, Fiverr can be fun if you if you are really on a budget. You can find some good things. There are all, there are also <laughs> plenty of not so good things. So it just takes <laughs> time of doing really the research. If you, for example, want to hire a designer, you really have to take the time to go through their portfolio. Or if you have a virtual assistant, have them collecting some of you know of the freelancers they think have done a good work, and then you pick from those. And Nathan, to to wrap up this episode, I want to ask you for a couple of recommendations in terms of books. Audible is one of the sponsors of the podcast and it gives the listeners a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial. If you guys go to audibletrial.com slash 360entrepreneur. And you told us uh, early on, Nathan, that you love reading. I'm an avid reader myself. And I wanted to ask you if you have maybe two books that you think every entrepreneur, everybody who's listening to you and I today should read if they haven't yet. Yeah, sure. There's two books. The first two that come to mind that are my some of my personal favorites. One is Influence by Robert Cialdini, hands down mm-hmm. one of the best marketing books going around. And then another one is The Lean Startup by Eric Ries. Oh, yeah which I think is is a game changer. I really like that methodology and mindset of how to launch a business. Uh, so, yeah, those would be my two. Love it. And I, I have made a list of some of the books I recommend. And guys, you find those in the show notes. There is a post that I've written with a series of books. These two that Nathan just mentioned definitely should be in your list if you have been thinking about expanding your skills, getting inspiration in in the world of entrepreneurship. And Nathan, if people would like to to reach out to you, what is the quickest way to get in touch with you? Oh, these days probably Twitter. Um, you know, I'm quite we're quite active on Twitter, so just yeah, tweet me at Nathan H. Chan. Sounds like a plan. Nathan, <laughs> thank you so much for being here with us, for for your contribution, for providing us with value and inspiration. You're welcome, Jan. I'm, I'm happy to be here. It's an absolute pleasure. 
Awesome, we are back. Nathan, man, you rock. Thanks so much for your contribution to the podcast, for providing us with value and for telling us more about the traits of successful entrepreneurs. And guys, Nathan and I have mentioned Founder Magazine's free guide to build an online business. Again, you find the link to the guide and everything else. Nathan and I, we have talked about the tools, the books. You find everything at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 28. Make sure to snatch a copy of the Founder Magazine's guide. is amazing. All right. I really hope this episode has provided you with value. And if so, let me know. You can find me on Twitter at Yannick underscore Ilunga. I'd love to hear from you. And maybe you have something to add to the conversation. You have noticed other traits of successful entrepreneurs. If so, definitely tweet me. I'd be more than happy to chat with you. Jan here. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll be back with you with the next episode. See ya. Thank you for listening to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. For more tips and tools, head over to www.360entrepreneur.net.